How much wood can a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Oh, how much wood can a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Hello. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm David. I'm Hater. And welcome to the Starving Artist Podcast. The podcast where we interview and talk to other up-and-coming performers and artists and discover what it's like being in the industry. Not excluding ourselves. Uh, I'm an actor and I do a lot of modeling. Uh, I do some comedy, mostly because of him. He's not funny, so I got to go after him and, you know, help him out. And uh, besides that, I do, like, YouTube and skits and that kind of stuff. And that's, that's you know, what I do pretty much. And um, I'm a musician. I've been doing this stuff for a bit goddamn too long. And I play a bunch of instruments, make my own music. I'm also an up-and-coming comedian. Uh, write jokes and YouTube skit, TikTok stuff, you know. A 30-year-old trying to be relevant on the platforms nowadays. Exactly. Whatever whatever he can do to make his parents like disapprove of him even more. I'm actually just waiting for my DoorDash order right now. Exactly. Exactly. DoorDash? That's what they have you working? They actually sponsored this video. DoorDash! When you can't dash to the restaurant, dash to your door instead. Dash to the nearest brown guy instead. <laughs> what the hell? How does he get... I have to drive actual Uber and you get DoorDash? It's not fair. That's lame. All right, whatever. Anyway, not jealous or anything. Um, but uh, why the fuck should you care? I don't know. Why should people care, hater? Because we're going to give you unfiltered insight to the industry from our perspectives and other artists' perspectives as well without charging you a fucking arm and a leg and making you sign up for a six-week course. That's not going to really tell okay, you anything. Okay, okay, okay. Let's... Okay, okay. That's the infomercial version. But really... Um, I think we, everybody who just kind of wants to get into any like artistic passion, whether it be acting, whether it be music, whether it be drawing, like really anything artistic, honestly, most of our parents worry about us a lot. OnlyFans, so <laughs> let's not forget them. This is our version of OnlyFans. Men do podcasts, women do OnlyFans. That's because no one wants to look at us on OnlyFans. Eh, there you go, but they pay us for this. They, they, they don't like us with our clothes off, but they like us with mics in our face. Who's paying us exactly? Uh, them, I think. Them? DoorDash, DoorDash, remember the DoorDash. Sponsoring, us, sponsoring us. I'm pretty sure this video is going to get flagged because DoorDash did not uh, DoorDash actually like, sponsor. Who the fuck are these? Are they, are we, and like, why are we sponsoring these guys? They're like, they're brown, so we have to hire them. But like, where did we hire them? Minority hiring. Exactly. Minority sponsorships. Minority yeah. sponsorships. That's what that 2022 is the year of the brown. But yeah, really, we're just bringing people who um, are working in the respective industry for a while. And they have really a lot of talent and insight and experience. A lot of the pitfalls, a lot of the successes and kind of like seeing other people succeed and how they kind of like know what the formula is and they're just you know waiting for it to happen for themselves and really being able to share all this stuff because i feel like again um whether it comes to comedy acting music whatever it is you know especially when your parents kind of don't approve of it and you're trying to get into it most people tell you oh just do it but like what the fuck does just do it mean like how do i actually do it well Um, right it's also kind of factored in with the fact that every one is exposed factored in, this, in with the fact yes factored in with the fact of the fact is that the fact is that a lot of people are trying to come up in the industry as well and it's, and which is a great thing the day of the internet and having all these softwares and stuff available to you is great the downside is there's also an oversaturation of this stuff which oh, yeah. makes finding things a lot harder mm, so true, hopefully true, true. in this whole x minutes of whatever this podcast is going to turn out to be We're going to give you some more unfiltered, direct-to-the-point kind of advice or just insight to the entire thing. So without further ado, let's just kind of jump right into it. So you're an actor, model, comedian, podcaster, YouTuber, 
dick docker. Professional disappointment to my parents. Professional disappointment. Aren't we all? Aren't yeah. we all? But so what kind of got you into this stuff and how was the beginning for you basically? Yeah. Um, Start from the beginning because <laughs> I forgot everything <laughs> oh you said. Oh my God. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the, the fast version is again, one word for the third time. Um, and like what you want to see on TV, I saw acting, I saw Zac Efron. I was like, I want to be that cool guy. I want to be that. Uh, and I was like a, a sheltered kid. So very like homeschooled, like tutors, that kind of stuff. Um, so I kind of saw that as my way to express myself. Um, but I have brown parents. So none of that ever happened. Uh, and then I like, I'm still in college, but I hit college in the beginning. And I was you know, like, oh my God, I'm away from my parents. I can do whatever I want. Um, and I just started doing like modeling, regular modeling. Okay. Regular modeling for, uh, don't look me up for, for, uh, for a company cause cash, like easy cash, easy money. And like, I'm Brown and not super bad looking. So they were like, yeah, we can, we need diversity. Um, and through that I met, um, I would say I, I met my agent through that and my acting agent was like, yo, you know, he was very, I was very fortunate to have like not a. BS kind of agent. He was just like, listen, dude, um, you don't know that much about acting, but you're young and you're brown and we need more of you. And I was like, you know what? I respect that. I would rather you tell me that than like, I'm going to make you a star. You know, he was real with me and I was like, cool. And he was like, look, you put in the work and you take the acting classes. I'll put in, I'll meet you halfway. And so yeah. Do you think there is nowadays in the age of the 21st century, more opportunities for minorities to get more mainstream Oh, absolutely, roles. absolutely. And I, I, I think there is an air of like, you're a token, like you're just there for like a, to check a box mm-hmm. type of situation. And that's very prevalent. And I don't think, speaking of, of a person of color, I don't think that is, how do I put this? You, it, it doesn't, Everything that any person of color who's not white is like cast in has a hint, a hint of like, we want you because of diversity, because like money. Hmm. That's just kind of like how like, at least in America, that's like the flavor. Like, well, it's, yeah, it's like diversity is more that. important in the U.S. than it for is sure, for else. sure, for sure. Like, did you know in the U.K. they don't have like a what's your race like check mark? They don't like check mark race at all. Yeah, because it's predominantly white over there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing in other countries like China and Pakistan. Fair and stuff enough, like fair enough. America is like the great melting pot. So I guess exactly, we are a country that is made of many different races and religions, which actually yeah. is the thing that's most beautiful about the U.S. Oh, yeah. as well. Okay, okay. That's he's re- he's really trying to fit in right now. He's like, don't deport. No, no, no. I'm just saying, uh, white people, if you have a problem with that, stop. And I know your original question was like, how do you feel, right? I feel like I went kind of off the I forgot. I zoned out in in a second, actually. We forgot. So then I guess, um, what's what's the quick version of of what brought brought you to uh, music and comedy? Uh, I was always kind of musically inclined when I was younger, but there's not a single other musician in my family. So I was like kind of the only kid who played instruments, sang, and crap like that. Uh, but then again, I had a military brown dad, so art was not exactly a successful career path. And I uh, see, I see. Yeah, you could probably relate sense. to that. that so it was pretty much doctor, engineer, <laughs> and if you want to be a true disappointment, get a business degree. What age did you disappoint your dad by telling him you didn't want to be any of that? I mean, I do have a job that is 
in the IT field, so I guess I they're kind of okay adult. with that. You're a real adult. But okay. then again, what I started doing was I picked up a guitar. I wanted to buy a guitar when I was really young, but my parents wouldn't actually buy one because they were like, oh, if we're going to buy you a guitar, you're going to get like spoiled, stuff, <laughs> right? <laughs> like you're going to get into That's this so life of sex, drugs, and rock, rock and roll as if I'm magically just going right. to hold a guitar right. and all the girls are going to flock to me. I'm still waiting for that to dude, happen. Dude, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dude, my, that was what my mom was like. My mom was like, oh my God, you're getting into acting? Be careful, baby. Like, you know, I don't want you to like do a bunch of drugs and like, you know, like have sex with a bunch of bitches and shit. I'm just yeah, like, all, when is that going to happen? All like, these loose women our parents told us about, please, our DMs are open. Feel free to like hop in because we have not seen that yet. These are two different industries. So... I ended up... Where are they at, guys? Where you at? I'm also a bit of a nerd, so I ended up getting straight A's in seventh grade, and then my aunt bought me a guitar as a gift. Oh, so nice. She's like, oh, good job. My son's not doing that well, so I know you are here. Let me buy you gifts. And I was like, yes. So I started playing guitar, but I was playing with an untuned guitar for a really long time, and I didn't even know that because I'm a bit of a self-taught person. And eventually I figured out, okay, yeah, you need to tune a guitar. Okay, you need to do this and that. I learned how to play the guitar by myself, just watching people and stuff like that. Joined a band, became the vocalist of that band. We toured and played shows for like two years. Eventually... At Hater Town, Spotify. Yeah, 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 <laughs> Spotify. I'm going to build up to all of that stuff oh, yeah, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> Moved to the US and then I was like, cool, I want to do music more. But at the same time... The biggest problem I feel like most of us starving artists, people who are up and coming in this field, face is balancing our passions and our full-time jobs. Oh, yeah. 100%. We all got to work because we, gotta, we got bills to pay. 100%. But none of us want to quit our dreams. And if we do quit our dreams, that is going to depress the also, fuck out of us. Also, by the way, the whole guitar thing, I think that's like magnificent. I've been wanting to learn guitar, too, since I was like 10. And because uh, like my dad's Persian, so a lot of our Persian friends would have like, you know, they'd play guitar and that kind of stuff. Um, and so I was like really interested into it. And I finally, finally, like ever since like I started acting, I've like been saying yes to more things in life. Being like, I'm just going to go do that. I'm just going to go do that. I'm just going to go do that. And Butt I was, plug. <laughs> I, and I got a guitar. Liar. And I got a guitar. And dude, it's fucking difficult, man. I've been practicing like, like 10, 15 minutes a day. And it's still difficult. And the fact that you're just, you did it out of tune and you did it like you bought, dude, that's insane. That's insane to me. I'm I, not, I have a whole teacher, dude. I'm not going to lie about that. Yes, talent does have an aspect to play, but I do do wholeheartedly believe that hard work and perse perseverance actually matters more. Yeah. Because sure. if you really want to do something and you focus on you it. You have to push through. You have to push through. I think that it's it has a lot to do with, um, I don't know. The hell was I talking about? Yeah, you know, it's like the people that we bring here and the people that we, like, you know, learn from and we do. I think the biggest thing that you're going to find in common is it's like a range of people. Like, I would say hater is someone who has a lot of, like, natural talent. And unfortunately, I'm just not someone who was blessed with, like, a lot of natural talent, especially just in the great arts. hair nah, and a good face for modeling. Whatever. Oh, whatever, whoa, whatever. Me. Okay, 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 whatever. Fuck off. Especially in the arts, right? And the only reason why I've been on TV and I've been able to, like, make a good amount of money off of what I've done so far for like the last like a year and a half and like continue to try to be better is just like doing it over and over and over and over again and persevering and trying to learn from everyone and everything that I can. That actually brings up a very important point that is something I feel like everyone should know. Mm. Don't ever be afraid of rejection. 
Oh, you're, yeah. you're going to get rejected constantly. Yeah, it's going to happen, okay? Every single one of us has been rejected oh, yeah. or had a bomb show or yeah. like, <laughs> like something like that will always happen. It is how much you can see yourself through that is what really matters. You know, the other day someone someone said, uh, you know that saying that like the worst thing she can say is no? That's bullshit. You know, she can say fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> she can say bitch please. <laughs> She can take it the fuck away from me. Or not even say anything, just walk exactly. away. That's actually pretty fucking even bad. The worst thing a woman can do to you is, ne- is say nothing, but look at you in disgust. She's just like, Ugh, just walk away. That's the most devastating. Because it's like she verbalized how much, how, how repulsed she was at you, but didn't feel like you were worth the words to express it and left. Like, I would rather her just walk away. Then I can just be like, ah, she just didn't want to talk to her. She has a boyfriend. Like, I can make up my own, like, lie in my own head. But if she's like, ugh, and walks away, you already know exactly why she walked away. <laughs> you can't lie to yourself after that. Yeah, but I bet that hasn't happened to you yet. Ah, ha, 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 you would be surprised. <laughs> you know how when you go to an all-you-can-eat buffet, yeah. you eat, you pay per person, right? Yeah. You know what Siamese twins are? One. Well, they're basically two people that are conjoined together. Oh, oh right? yeah, what, what they are, yeah. Yeah, one body, two yeah. heads. So you you pay like you pay for one person. How do you know? How do I know? They have two mouths. So it's one body. Two enjoyments. Person. So if you have sex with the Siamese twin, z, is that a threesome? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If they have two different identities, then yeah. Yeah, I would consider that a threesome. Then why wouldn't you charge two people for the all-you-can-eat then? Because I only have one stomach. How do you know that? Because it's just the heads, right? Okay, so it goes by the stomach. So if yeah. a Siamese twin... Well, there are different types of Siamese twins. Yeah. It's like ones that are connected with the head, but they have full bodies. Yeah. And they have ones that have one body and two heads, kind of. So it's like... Ooh. So servers, if Siamese twins come to your establishment, and you're wondering if you should charge them for one person <laughs> or two so people... Stupid. Ask them how many stomachs they have. And that's your answer right Isn't there. That, wasn't that like one of your stand-up jokes? That is 100% one of my stand-up we jokes that I'm working on. We have this crown. We're going to do this next episode from now on. It's like whoever tells the lamest joke or the funniest joke, we'll figure it out. I'll probably keep this crown. crown in my apartment for the rest of my life. Oh, my God. Um, Lame jokes are my forte. But, yeah, thanks so much for listening, guys. This is our first podcast. We're honestly just trying to like figure out the kings, test the audio. Really, that's what this is. I just guess like we are done. Um... I kind of have been wanting to see this right now, but I know you say that you're like more into comedy than me, but I feel like I can name more comedians than you. Okay, try. So you have to go first. That's my plan. So then I know. Aziz and sorry. That's it. Well, no, wait, I'm going to name all of them? Yeah. I thought we were going to go one by one. No, no. You're going to go just, just. All right, 30 seconds, you can name the most comedians. Ready? Yep. Go. Aziz and sorry, Hassan Minaj, Russell Peters, Joe Coy, Anthony Jeselnik, Andrew Schultz. Uh, Cap Williams, Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy, uh, Dionco, like a kid counting uh, Hannibal Burris, <laughs> uh, yeah. Jim Carrey, twelve, uh, Maz Gibrani. Did I say that already? Thirteen. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you that. Yeah, thirteen. Four seconds. Three seconds. Me. Two seconds. Me. One second. All right, we'll count it as we'll count it. Okay, we'll, we'll count it. We'll count it. Let's call it fourteen. Let's call it fourteen. All right, you ready? you ready? I forgot Trevor Noah. I don't know how I forgot that. Man, everyone forgets Trevor Noah. And Ronnie Chang. Ronnie Chang. Ronnie Chang is cool. Yeah. All right, you guys ready? And I'm not gonna say more names because you're gonna remember <laughs> them. <laughs> ready? Yeah. 
Trevor Noah, Ronnie Chang, Andrew <laughs> Schultz, Dave Chappelle, uh, Gabriel Iglesias, uh, Amy Schumer. Uh, uh, um, hey, hey, we said comedians. And, Andrew Schultz. <laughs> oh, my God, you can't make me laugh. Holy shit. Um, oh, my God. Anthony Jeselnik. Um, uh, Pete Davidson. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Oh, um, holy shit. Who, who? Who? Oh, my God. What the fuck? The timer messed me up. Um, <laughs> Yeah, the pressure's kicking in, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Only three seconds. Oh, my God. Me, a uh, hater. <laughs> um, oh, the other guy from the comedy club? The game fuck. Is over. Okay, fuck. Okay, okay. Oh, shit. The oh, other guy from the, the comedy, comedy club. Holy shit. Now I remember everyone. Kevin Hart. Fucking, oh, my God. What the fuck? Now I remember everyone. Joy Coy, Kevin Hart. Fucking. Um, I knew Joe Coy was somebody. Oh, Veer Das. Fucking. I was going to say. Hassan Minaj. Holy shit, now I, I was remember going everyone. to say Joe Koi, but I kept, I kept thinking I was mixing him up with bok choy, Bunch. and bok choy is a food. So oh I was like, god. no, don't say that. It might be racist, but turns out I'm being racist by thinking. Oh my god, Sal Volcano. Fucking... Who the fuck is that? <laughs> oh shit. Um, don't put that on. He might be a very famous guy. Look, I don't go, guy. I don't research Chris a lot Stefano, of things. Sam Morell. Fuck, we just keep going. David knows a lot more people than I do. Oh my god. I am a creature of habit. Alright, do you want to just close this out? I'm thinking, I'm still, I'm still reveling in this, holy shit. Well, David is stuck in a loop. Uh-huh. Clearly blew a circuit. So well, thank you for watching the Murphy podcast. Already, this was the first there. episode. Um, and god, hopefully we'll see you again next time. And be, uh, keep comedian? entertaining all of you all. Uh, who's actually, who's a good comedian? Holy shit. You can <laughs> go to the next episode or next video at this point. He's going to keep on going. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, Jeff Dunham.